Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Thursday and we are talking about relationships. So this episode is called Heal Yourself, Heal Your Relationship. And it is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Kayleen. I suffered with CPTSD for more than 15 years and now no longer do. And I'm a recovery coach and I help people all over the world recover from their own PTSD and CPTSD. <laughs> and this lovely man to my right here is... Brad Shipke. I am lucky enough to be Kayleen's significant other. I also had PTSD and I was there for every step of Kayleen's recovery journey. And I'm very excited to be talking about today's relationship episode because this was a huge realization for us. And once we realized this, things got a lot, a lot better and it diffused a lot of tension between us. It definitely did. And Thursdays are, they're usually my favorite. I love <laughs> the relationship episode. You know, it's, there's the statistics out there that I think it's 80% of PTSD relationships don't make it. Um, so, you know, we want to help that. And obviously we were in that 20%. There's certain things you can do to be in that 20%. Yeah. Um, and I love love and I get a ton <laughs> of questions all the time. Um, a lot of people reach out and ask specifically about their relationship. So that's kind of what we're going to be addressing today. So if you're in a relationship, um, yeah, listen up. this is for you. And it's, it's a, it's a really, really, really hard road. And, uh, We've been tested time and time and time and time and time again. And you think of a regular relationship without PTSD, that's hard. <laughs> you know, people have that a lot of hard. troubles with that alone. And there's a lot of reasons for that and similar reasons to PTSD relationships. But um, yeah, we want to show you the things that we learned along, along the way because we were many, many times on the edge of just like losing things or we felt like we were on the edge. Um, we, were, we always stay committed, stayed committed stayed committed to each other but there were a lot of points where we're just like I don't know if we can do this you know personally first of all going through your own personal journey of healing and then you know between the relationship as well yeah but, so it's, it's definitely a challenging thing so um it's, it's one of the most challenging things yeah in in, <laughs> in relationships so yeah but it's possible it, it is absolutely possible to save your relationship from PTSD to heal from PTSD um so and to grow stronger because of it. In all areas, in right? All areas. Personal yeah. strength as well as relationship strength. So today we're going to be talking about why you need to be your best self first, um, why 80% of healing relationships is individual, and we're going to ask you a question about what you're currently trying to do with your relationship to, to kind of get you mm -hmm. on track in your own life, and in you your own relationship, doing. and you, what, you, what you should be doing. Yep. And of course, as always, at the end of today, we'll, we'll give you an action, right? Because everything in recovery is action-based. So we always give you an action at the end of every episode that you can take because recovery is action-based, and if you don't take action, nothing will happen. So action, action, action. So Brad, why do you need to be your best self first? Because when you... If, if you just think of any any interaction that you have with your significant other, like you have two people bringing their own, I'll call it baggage, you bring your own baggage to that conversation and that baggage doesn't have anything to do with the relationship or the other person. And with PTSD, you're carrying a big bag. You are. <laughs> to that conversation, to every single interaction that you have. And, you know, most people carry big bags. Let's say it's a backpack, you know, let's say it's a big, carry a big backpack <laughs> to the conversation and your partner, even if they don't have PTSD, they're carrying their own stuff into the conversation. And that means that like you and your partner aren't even truly communicating with each other. You're not even truly connecting with each other. It's just your bag versus their bag. And 
has nothing to do with your relationship and it just makes things so much worse. So what you got to do, if you want to make it better, you got to lose that bag, you know? So it's just you, the true you talking to you. It's not the best analogy, but I really tried to make it a good one. No, it's a good analogy. And I think maybe like a good way to think of it would be like, when I, when I think about relationships, when I think about people who are hurt, right. And, and everyone's hurt. Everyone has a past, whether you have PTSD, like Brad said, like you're both bringing baggage into the relationship. So whether you have PTSD and you're bringing that sort of baggage or whether you're just, you know, have had a normal life and are bringing normal emotional baggage into a relationship. You know, when you think about like communicating with each other, it's almost like like, I mean, you're, you're really not communicating with each other at all, right? Because you're not communicating with your true self. You're communicating with your past pain. So like if I, you know, if I am trying to communicate with, with Brad and I like raise my voice and there's something in his past that like really hurt him because someone raised their voice, you know, who, who then I'm talking to is scared, like little, almost like little six-year-old Brad, like the, the guy that got hurt from that person raising their voice. So like, I'm trying to have an adult conversation with essentially a, a child, right? And then he's going to say things that, you know, are, are inappropriate or hurt me or whatever, right? And then it's like you're both communicating as little kids. And if you think about little kids when, like, they're throwing, like, a tantrum or whatever, it's not super logical. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. But you can tell that they're in a lot of pain, right? So, like, when children are in pain, they're just kind of, like, yelling and like they're they're just they're like all over the place and just what they're saying just just doesn't make any sense right but they're emotionally hurt and so that is like kind of what is happening when you're bringing baggage to the table as as either party and again both parties are hurt um so in any relationship whether it's whether it's a romantic relationship or even like co-worker relationship friendships any sort of relationship you need to be your best self first because you need to fully understand yourself you need to fully be in control of yourself and your emotions if you're not in control of yourself if you're not in control of your emotions of your reactions you can't think logically you can't have conversation like you you like you just can't right and how many times have you like had a quote unquote conversation with someone and walked away and just been like, what just happened? Like, I, I, like, I don't feel like I was very logical, but also like I wanted to say everything I said, but like you, you, you like almost don't even remember what happened. And I can't tell you how many times that like we would do this in, in our, in our relationship when we were really, really struggling is we'd be having an argument over something, you know, Mm -hmm. for something that was nothing. Right. And then we just kind of be like arguing with each other, but no one would have logical ground. No. <laughs> no, like we didn't go into the conversation with like an end goal, which is like, we want to compromise or we want to solve this issue. We're just right. arguing for the sake of arguing. And everything was very illogical. Everything was very like dramatic mm-hmm. and, um, and nothing is productively done. Yeah. Yeah. You see the world through a lens, right? Like glasses, like I'm wearing today. Um, and the past, past pain and past trauma is like dirt on your lens. So everything you see is tainted by your past pain and your past trauma. And the only way that you can get a clear lens, see the truth, see the reality of the situation, because the reality is that your partner deep down is a good person, you know, deep down, maybe not deep down, but they love you. You know, they care about you. That's the truth, but it's just getting muddled up and it's getting, um, clouded by, um, all this 
past pain and trauma that got on your lenses and that they have on their lenses too, because everybody goes through pain. So you're just not, neither side is seeing the truth of the matter. And really what you have to focus on, each party has to focus on just getting that off, right? So they can see the truth, so they can interact as them true, as their true selves and see the other person's true intentions. Because so many times our intentions just get twisted around based off of our past pains and traumas. And a lot of time we're not aware of that, but you're able to see clearly, think clearly, have a clear mind, see the truth when you're able to heal those past pains and traumas. And that is an individual journey. And that's the whole thing that we're talking about today. It's like, you have to go through this individual journey to, to take that stuff off your lenses so you can see your other person clearly. That's a great analogy. That, that's, that, that's, that's a little better. Important. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the, it gets better each time. Yes. Um, yeah, so that is, that is truly the way to do that. Yep. Because like when it comes down to it, if you think about in a relationship or if you're hurt, right? And these are things that I hear all the time working with people mm. is like my partner, you know, left dirty dishes in the sink or, you know, you know, my, my kid's room is an absolute mess and I have no idea why, but it makes me so angry. Like logically, I know it's not a big deal. It's like, mm -hmm. it's just dishes in the sink or it's just, you know, a, a, a dirty room with like clothes on the floor. But like, it just works me up so much. And right. And that's because of your, like Brad is saying, you're like dirty lenses, the way in which you view the world. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I remember there was a stretch of time. I don't know for, I don't know why we were having a lot of pudding. We we're having a lot of Cool Whip. Do you remember the? Oh, yes. We had like six arguments about pudding in like under a week. And I remember it clearly because I was like, why are we arguing about this pudding so much? Pudding. I was like freaking out about this pudding. I like, I, I, whatever. So, so, so you, you you know, you, your, your emotions, your baggage, your pain comes out in ways that like might not make a ton of sense logically. And that's okay. But the important thing is you need to bring your best self to the table. So a lot of us go into conversations without an end goal in mind, right? Mm -hmm. We go and we say, you know, Hey, I want to talk to you. And instead of having a conversation with someone, you know, we confront some, someone. So that's what I was doing with Brad. Like when we were hurting and he would leave dishes in the sink, you know, I would go and I would yell at him, right? I would confront him about it and said, instead of having a real conversation, conversation and I didn't have an end goal in mind right so so there there's a lot going on but you need to be your best self regardless of if your partner is their best self or not you need to be your best self for you you need to heal you right which is our second point 80% of relationship issues is the 80% of the healing happens at the individual level mm -hmm. so you know it doesn't matter like there's there's relationship issues there's personal issues and then there's like what ptsd did to your relationship so like i had my issues brad had his issues and then we had the issues of what ptsd did to our relationship which essentially yeah. was like destroy it there's there's a lot going on in that realm and that's the 20 percent. you know mm -hmm. like wh what ptsd when when you're like fighting with each other and there's all these like angry lash outs and like there's yeah, like a ton, tons of like holes in your walls, that's 20% of it, right? And mm -hmm. and that needs to be dealt with separately. But 80% of your relationship issues need to be healed at the in, in individual level. That's that's just the way it is. And so when, you know, when, when Brad and I were struggling, what we did was we said, okay, once we realized this, we're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to step away. Right. And so I healed myself and then I help Brad heal himself. Right. But I mean, truly he's the one that does the healing. I can't, I'm not, I'm not I can't like heal him. Right. And he has to take action and do it. Right. And so, uh, once we were able to heal our individual selves, then we were able to come and have 
have a great relationship, honestly. Yeah. And that last 20%, that's the 20% that you work through together. So that's yeah. where you're getting the, 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 the couple work, the, the teamwork, right. stuff like that. But the 80% is individual. And I can't stress that enough because if you want to love someone, if you want to serve someone at a high level, you, you go to relationships to give, right? You don't go to relationships to get, you go to give love and to, and to just love someone fully. And something that we talk about is like your relationships are a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like Brad and I don't have a relationship that's 50, 50. It's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. We each give a hundred percent to our relationship and we go to our relationship to give, not to get. Um, so it's, it's really important that you do the individual work again, no matter what kind of relationship you have to be individually healed, right? You have to be your best self. If you want to be the best mom, if you want to be the best spouse, if you want to be the best, uh, you know, daughter or the best, you know, uh, sibling or cousin or whatever, if you want to be your best, the best employee, the best boss, you have to heal yourself first. You have to be kind of whole with yourself first because you can't pour from an empty glass, right? Like you, you have to be healed yourself. I, I, I know like I'm repeating yeah. myself a lot, but it's really that important. You have to heal yourself before you work on any other issues because like Brad said, it's just clouded by your past. So anything you're kind of trying to work on in regards to relationships with, with anyone is being clouded mm-hmm. and it's almost a fruitless endeavor because without really, you honestly. healing yourself, you're not going to be able to think clearly, see clearly, heal clearly. You're going to continue to get hurt in these situations. So it's it's super, super important. Yeah. And um, it's once you're both able to clear up your own stuff, right, everything else just becomes easy. So and but you're probably asking yourself, like, why? Why are you even telling me this? What's the point of this? And yeah, I understand that, but what are you supposed to get out of this? And we say this so often because most people, you might even understand this concept that you need to work on yourself and bring your rest self forward, but then you don't truly take the advice and put it into action. You don't take the advice and actually work on changing yourself. You're like, okay, yes, this is the thing to do, but then you go back to blaming the other person in your relationship and you get sucked back into the whirlwind of life, which is a normal thing. So we keep reminding you this, we keep telling you this, so you like actually make that change. Like, I mean, we'll get to this soon, what you should be doing. But um, once, once you clear all those things up, everything becomes easy. That last 20%, easy. You know, because you, you stop like self-destructing and you, the other person stops self-destructing destructing, and then you resolve the real problems, which you realize weren't real problems in the first place because you both had the right intentions in the first place and you were just hurt and it wasn't either one of your faults why all those things happen and all those things just become so easy to handle, with, handle once you're able to fix that self, fix yourself. Um, and it's, it's a weird thing because the logical thing to do when you're in a relationship and you have relationship problems is to work on the relationship and be like, the relationship isn't good enough. The relationship isn't the thing that's working. But really, it's the individuals who are, the, each, each individual who's coming into that relationship are the, is where all the work needs to be done. I mean, it really is. So, so many people, I, every day, you know, we get tons of messages, right? And, and people are asking, you know, I'm having this issue in my relationship, you know, with my partner who has PTSD, like, what should I do? Should I, you know, should I give them space or should I like, 
should I try to talk to them or should I try to, you know, help them or they keep lashing out at me or I keep lashing out at them. Those things are all essentially symptoms of you both not healing your individual selves. So there are a lot of things. Yesterday in our Q&A, we talked about dominoes a little bit. So we mm-hmm. talked about like if you heal the root cause of something, it's going to knock down a lot of dominoes around it. So, you know, when you knock down a domino, you can knock down a small domino and then a few dominoes will fall or however many dominoes are in the line. Right. So there are certain things that you heal as your individual self that will not naturally knock down dominoes in your relationship so like when you go and you heal yourself that's why 80 percent of the healing in your relationships will be individual 80 percent of your problems will stop just mm-hmm. like that because you knock down those dominoes right and it like it, it it seems almost like obviously simple you know if i'm yelling at brad for leaving dishes in the sink you know, that's a pretty good indicator that I have some some personal <laughs> issues to work with, right? So once I'm able to heal those issues, whatever the, the root cause of them are, and once I did, you know, seeing dishes in the sink didn't, like, want to make me yell at Brad and, like, put my fist right. through a wall and, like, break the dishes, you know? So, like, right, right. It, it, there, there are a lot of things that will, you know, quote-unquote, naturally happen when you heal the core of those issues. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we say it's 80% and 20% for a reason. And you want to be spending 80% of your focus, 80% of your time asking yourself and spending that time on you asking yourself, what are the things that I brought to this conversation, this problem, this challenge? What, what are the, what's the 80% that I brought to it? And it does take two sides that needs to see this. So this is definitely a conversation you want to have with your significant other be like, just talk to, I mean, show them this episode. That's the easiest way, right? So we can explain it. Um, because one, I would say the most important thing that helped us get through everything was that we were, we both realized this. We both realized that we brought our own stuff to the table. Now, if I went to this relationship and I wasn't willing to fix my problems and I just kept blaming Kayleen, Kayleen like kept blaming. I was like, this is all your fault. Like you did all this and you did all this, you did all this. And I'm acting like this big victim, you know, to the situation and I'm not taking any responsibility for myself, then it wouldn't work. You know, like I wouldn't expect Kayleen if she stayed with me, that'd be a very <laughs> bad thing. Um, so like we both had to make those changes and like pretty much humble ourselves and be like, yeah, we're not perfect. Yeah. We made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I yelled at you. Yeah. I did a lot of things wrong. And there's a lot of things that I need to do to fix this. And you have to, you have to start taking, start putting all your, not all your focus, 80% of your focus, but most of your, the majority of your focus on yourself and how you can make things better. Take the responsibility into your hands, but also communicate to your partner in a way that doesn't make them super. That's not blaming them, but just like bringing an awareness to them. Um, do it tactfully <laughs> so that you, you are both on the same page, moving in the same direction and it will just make things so much easier. It really, really will. It, it like, and it, it is kind of that straightforward and both partners have a past, right? So like Brad and I have different pasts. We have different backgrounds and it doesn't matter who in the relationship has PTSD or CPTSD or if you both do or whatever. What matters is that you're both human. You've both been hurt. You, that's just that straight up. You've both been hurt. You both have mm-hmm. a past. You're both bringing pain into the relationship. So both parties need to change kind of no matter what, right? Now, someone who has PTSD yeah. maybe has a, you know, a little bit more work to do and that's yeah. okay, but you both have work to do. You, you're, you, 
it's likely that no one is bringing their best selves to the table because, you know, it's not something that's really taught in school. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you don't really, um, you know, think about self-care in school and things like that. So you, you have to be exactly. active, both of you, regardless of who you are in the relationship, about bringing your best self to the table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So our last thing that we want to ask you guys directly is how much, how are you trying to heal your relationship now? And after hearing all this, what do you think you need to do? What are the things that you need to change? What actions do you need to change? What mindsets do you need to change to fix things? You know, are you focusing all your time on the relationship problems or are you focusing on you, on healing you, on bringing your best self forward, on getting your partner on the same page so you're both bringing your best selves forward? And that's really the question that you need to be asking yourself. And I mean, we would ask each other this all the time. All the time. We're always making sure that we were on the same page. We were always making sure that we were communicating, right? And that's really important. But once we realized this, we we were able to, for a while, like stop having conversations that were about dishes and pudding, right? Because those are surface level conversations. They're symptoms of something else going on, right? And, And stop having conversations about the relationship and do that deep individual healing work because that's really important, right? And you, when you're in a relationship, you can kind of get consumed with like, I want to make this work. Like, I love this person. Like, this is really important. And it is really important. But try not to get blinded by those little conversations and realize that that there's there's much deeper work to do. Because, like, we just, right, Brad, just asked you, how are you trying to heal your relationship now? Are you trying to heal your relationship by communicating? Are you trying to heal your relationship by going to couples therapy and talking there and trying to, you know, be better communicators and, and you know, work on intimacy and things like that? If you're trying to do that, you know, that's okay. It's not your fault, right? But really what we need to do is we need to do the individual healing work first. If you don't do the individual healing work, those other dominoes will not fall and you will always be working with symptoms of an issue, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, when we're talking about PTSD too, right? You know, PTSD is kind of the core of your issues. You know, the the, the traumatic thing that happened. You know, you can cope for the, for the rest of your life, right? Every time you feel anxiety, you can, you can, you know, do the butterfly hug or you can do one of the relief tools and you can cope. Right. And that's what you're doing in your relationship. Every time you see dishes in the sink, you know, what you're doing, essentially the dishes in the sink is the anxiety. Right. And you're doing the butterfly hug by having a conversation with your partner. So you can do that forever. You can cope forever, but you won't heal that way. You won't fix the relationship that way. You won't get to the root of it that way. You need Mm -hmm. to go to the core. You need to get it at the root and all those dominoes will fall. If you heal your PTSD, Mm -hmm. if you heal your trauma, you're no longer going to feel that anxiety. There will no longer be a need to do those relief tools. Right. So it's, it's really super important. (laughs) So if you're healing your relationship now by trying to actually heal your relationship and it's counterintuitive, what you need to do first is heal yourself. And we we say this all out of love because this was such a painful, painful lesson for us to learn. And it was so challenging to learn. And we like, it, it took a while for us to really, really get it. Um, but it, it, it is really important. So if you're trying to heal your relationship now by not, by trying to heal your relationship and not healing yourself, what you yeah. need to do right now, our action for you today is to put yourself first. And for a lot of people, again, it sounds counterintuitive, but you can't pour from an empty glass. You can't give if you have nothing to give. You can't help someone. You can't heal someone if you're not healed yourself. So put yourself first. Yeah. You need to learn to put more effort on yourself than you do in your relationship. And this is something that I had to do, that Kaylee had to do. I had to take hours and hours and hours and hours and hours alone working on myself um, over the course of years. 
um, not years, maybe like a year. Well, I still work on myself. It's a never ending process, right? So like I'm still working on myself. It's just in a different way because you never want to limit, like your potential is limitless. Like you can go that there's no limit to how high you can go. Right. Like you can, there's, there's never a day where you can be, where you can't be a better person, a better spouse to your person. (laughs) So it's, it's a never ending improvement process. And how much time are you spending on yourself? I had to spend loads and loads of time. And it was painful because it was like, I want this stuff to be over. I just want it to be over. But I know that I need to do more work. You know, I'm feeling, your emotions are your emotions, right? If you're feeling stress, those, that's your stress. If you're feeling anxiety, that's your anxiety. It's not my anxiety. It's not your partner's anxiety. Like my anxiety wasn't Kayleen's anxiety. That was my anxiety. You know, all those things were my things. Those were things that I needed to work on. Those are the things that I need to resolve within myself. All my emotions within me were my responsibility. Those were the, they weren't hers. She couldn't, she, only I could fix them. You know, I can't fix your anxiety. Only you can fix your anxiety. <laughs> and like, you have to realize like changing somebody else won't change this, you know, like trying to change me, trying, I've tried, I've tried it. I've tried it so much. <laughs> Believe me, you I've tried, tried it. it a lot. And like, if you're in like a, a really hard abusive situation, like that's not what I'm saying. Like if you're in an abusive place where you're getting hurt every single day, like you need to remove yourself from that situation and heal. Um, but like barring those more extreme situations, if you're in a more normal situation, more normal relationship, maybe a little dysfunctional like we were at sometimes, you know, like blaming isn't going to do anything because it all, they're all yours. It's all your stuff. Right. And like, you need to work on your stuff. So, okay. So something I want to bring up now that you said that, now that you kind of opened that door, it would be like, you know, when we were really struggling something that, and I'll I'll speak for you a little bit for this and then, and then I don't want to, I don't want to truly speak for you, but, um, something that, you know, Brad, you know, we were struggling in our relationship. Right. And so when, I was on my healing journey a lot of times what Brad was doing was he was waiting for me to get better right Mm -hmm. he was waiting for me to figure out how to heal for a long time you know he waited for me and said well you know this is what kind of kind of you said would would my my emotions all this fighting all this anxiety all this fear will go away when Kay heals right and we figured out that that wasn't the case, right? Because those right. are still your emotions, right? So there was healing to be done on on both sides. So if you're, you know, the partner, you can't be waiting for your other partner to heal or vice versa. Or you can't, you know, you can't be kind of essentially relying on your partner to to just kind of to, to heal and everything will get better. You both need to do the work. You really right, both right, right. do need to do the work. So in, in a weird way, we're telling you that it's an individual journey, but also a team journey. It's a it's a team journey that you both take individually. Individually. So like that's like the truth was that she needed to work on herself and I needed to work on myself. On going along the same path parallel but also separately. That's right. Yeah, individually. That's right. We're, we're each in our own lane. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Cool. So that's- Sometimes we weren't. Sometimes I was, you know, I don't know. I was off in a hot air balloon somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we have. We're stuck with the glasses analogy today. That's what we have for you all today. If you're looking for a path to healing, if you don't know how to heal, if you don't know how to do that individual journey, 
go check out the free training I'm running right now. I'm talking about the pillars of recovery. These are the things that you need to do to heal, the things that you need to focus on to heal. And I talk about the Broken to Unbreakable program, which is my, you know, essentially roadmap to recovery. So that's how I, you know, I was able to heal. I was able to help Brad heal. I'm able to help people all over the world heal from PTSD and CPTSD. So if you're on the social medias, if you're on Instagram, the link is in the bio. If you're on social medias, we'll, we'll link it below at the end, but you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go so you can go to overcoming ptsd.info slash go and check out that training make sure you make time to see it it is it's a really 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 good training these are the pillars of recovery you know if you want to do this individual journey and you have to do this individual journey you have to do it you have to follow these pillars and these are the things you need to focus on and by golly, I wish that someone <laughs> told us this years ago when we were at our deepest, darkest moments. It would have made things so much faster, so much easier, so much more clear. There's there's so much confusion on the healing journey and even on the possibilities and what do you do and what do you not do and how long do you do it for and, you know, all of these things. And so I answer a lot of those questions on that free training where I talk about the pillars. Yeah, if you want a top-down view of exactly what you should be doing to go through that personal journey. Um, check out that webinar. It, it walks you through literally every step that you need to be taking and gives you all the things that you need to be working on to in a very clear way that we can't do. We give, or she gives a lot of like, uh, like visuals and stuff to like walk you through these certain things. But if you want to, if you want to know like each step that you need to be taking to, to get to this place to, you know, heal yourself so you can have a more fulfilling relationship, definitely check that out because it's, it's the best resource out there for that it is or if you want to understand even like if you're if you're a partner if you're watching because or listening because you're a partner and you know your partner is struggling with ptsd and you're you're trying to support them it'll help you understand a little bit more about, about what's going on why it goes on i talk about my own personal journey not my story but my journey yeah. you know how how we were able to heal our relationship and um it's it's a it's a great resource for a lot of different reasons yeah you literally get to go inside of her mind <laughs> and see the exact journey that you need to take and very, actually, I don't know anybody who's doing that, anybody else anywhere that's doing that. And that's why we're doing that is to give you that resource that is, doesn't exist anywhere else on this planet. So check it out. Go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and register for a time to see it. I promise it'll be worth it. Yep. And that's all we have for you today. Okay. So thank you for listening. I guess Kayleen might have something No, else. no, that's it. That's okay, all I have. That's it. Uh, we, we love you. We oh, believe in you. We're it. here for you. Um, you know, thank you for the, those of you who are our podcast listeners. And thank you for those of you joining us on social media. We're going to stick around and do a little Q&A on social media for those of you who have questions. Um, and we will see you all. We will see you all very, very soon. Yeah. We'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.